Welcome to the very first SpidermanCrawlspace.com podcast. This is kind of a trial by numbers. We're going to try this. We've got uh, Spidey Dude. Spidey Dude, say hello. Hello. <laughs> Hopefully we say more than that during the show. And we've also got Morbius. Say hello, Morbius. Hello. Now, they, I picked these two guys. You know, they're, they're the biggest contributors on the message board. They really help me running. So I thought these guys would help uh, start off the first podcast. So, guys, are you excited? I'm very excited. Cool. T- guys, t- tell me what you thought of when we when uh, we first discussed about the podcast. What did you guys think? Well, personally, uh, thought I'm not technologically minded, and this is probably never going to happen. <laughs> so, tell me, Sean. Well, we got the duct tape out. We tr- we're going to try it. <laughs> How about you, Spidey dude? Uh, man, I was I was very stoked about the uh, the podcast. I was I was. It was great. Great idea. Let's give a little bit of background. Uh, I'll just tell a little bit where I'm from and how I started up the site. Um, I'm 31. I'm I'm in Missouri, and I'd start up the uh, crawl space about eight years ago. We just celebrated a birthday, eight years online. Uh, I was just surfing one day, found the geocities.com, and they said in big flashing animation, free website or something like that. And I thought, why not? Let's post a Spider-Man picture up there. And eight years later, here I am. So I've taking a lot of friends along for the ride so and and these are two of the best so spidey dude why don't you take it and give a little bit of history uh where are you from uh, age and stuff like that yeah i'm, I'm from uh amarillo texas well uh-huh. actually Tampa, texas but amarillo texas is more synonymous yeah uh, i'm 18 i uh i'm a web, uh, web master myself uh, i have yeah. and uh i was sitting around and i was looking through and i discovered the cross day stop about three years ago, three to four years ago, okay. and, and been there ever since. That's awesome. So we've we've got some good news about SpideyDude.com also. We'll tell that a little bit later in the show. So, <laughs> how about you, Morbius? A little bit of history with you, buddy. Well, I first discovered Crawl Space about two years ago mm-hmm. on a Google search. Found that they needed reviewers. Yeah. And I uh, said to myself, hey, I'm an aspiring writer, and maybe somebody will see this someday. <laughs> is, you know. <laughs> Sadly, two years. Sadly, two years later, nobody discovered it, either one of us. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I just started reviewing things. I was reviewing yeah. almost every title for a little while. Yeah, I know. I realized that I was crazy to try. Yeah. And I, just I, became co-administrator. I, I uh, came under that same conclusion when I tried to review every single book, and plus <laughs> the X Men and the Hulk. So I gave up after like maybe six months. <laughs> I'm like, it's time to farm. <laughs> It, yeah, exactly. It starts off nice. I, then I decide it's time to farm out the help. <laughs> yeah. You start out as a superstar. You know, yeah. As a reviewer. And yeah. You end up realizing you have to get all these titles done. Yeah, no doubt. You get you, you get your names and lights on the front page, and that, that uh, the shine kind of uh, dims after a while. <laughs> All right. Well, we're got, we're gonna hit some topics. We're gonna a little bit overview of the show. The show's probably gonna last about half an hour, and we're, we've uh, typed up some uh, pre oh topics that we'd like to hit, mainly about Spider-Man in the news, because you know evidently this is a Spider-Man podcast. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest things uh, this week happened was the uh, the Civil War dis- uh, delay. It looks like it's gonna be uh, pushed back at least a few weeks, if not months, uh, between issue three and four of Civil War. Either one of you. Who wants to start off? What do you What do you guys think of that? I'll go first. That's okay. Okay, go ahead. Um, I think there are just all kinds of ways this is disgraceful. Yeah. Um, you can start off with just the general fact that Marvel has known about this for so long 
-hmm. Apparently they knew there was going to be a delay a good three weeks out, and they say, Jokasada's explanation of this was, well, we we kind of put a delay in a Wizard magazine, so you should have known that yeah. it was going to be pushed back by a few weeks anyway, so really we're three weeks early on this. <laughs> but the technicality is everybody's looking at the internet, everybody's looking at Marvel.com, which never works. Yeah. Everybody's looking at Diamond's shipping list. Mm-hmm. And Diamond's shipping list was never changed. They didn't even tell them. So what they did was to tell us one day before Civil War Number 4 and a bunch of the other times were going to come out that, hey, we're going to wait about two more months, yeah. and then we're going to give it to you. Yeah. So there's just that fact to begin with. But then when you get down to the actual just technicalities of it, what they're doing and why they're doing it is they say, well, we didn't really give Steve McNeven any lead time on this, mm-hmm. so he kind of ran into the problem, big surprise, because yeah. he's drawing the entire Marvel Universe. So we want to wait for him <laughs> to make sure the trade paperback looks good. Yeah. And I hate the mindset <laughs> that we're working on the trade paperback the whole time. Yeah. And that's what so many people seem to be doing these days, even with their, their six-issue arcs and everything, the way they draw them out. And now we're mm-hmm. down to the point of making something... So it's not even monthly anymore. This huge monthly event doesn't yeah. even get to be monthly because we want to make a good trade paperback. Yeah. I just don't want that mentality. And they they wonder why the individual issues aren't are I, they're slowly increasing, but the trade paperback it, our sales are going through the roof. Evidently, they exactly, wonder that. Yeah. Exactly. With uh, the Spider Girl almost yeah. cancellation again, they said, "Well, yeah. we've got these great trade sales, but they're always <laughs> on the single, but that's yeah. their fault." Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, people often look at the editor-in-chief to blame also, but you know what? He really can't talk because he's taken, what, two, three years to release that Daredevil Father miniseries. And, I, yeah. you, you know, I, I've started and stopped that book so many times I have no idea what the heck's going on every time it's issues <laughs> released. So I've gotten to the point where I'm just glad that I thought the cover looked awful and never picked it up. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not missing much. I'm still holding out three, four years for uh, Daredevil oh, Target, I guess, by Kevin Smith. But <laughs> that's, that's Kevin Smith. Yep. That's a whole different topic. No, yeah, that that'll take another half hour. Spidey dude, what do you th- <laughs> what do you think of the la- the delay? Are you guys reading reading delay. Civil War? Or? I am reading Civil War. Okay. I'm just reading. I'm just reading the uh, the main title. I'm not reading Frontline or anything. Uh, okay. But I, I was I was in shock. I have a buddy yeah. that uh, that's going to the Air Force, and so he's not going to be able to get any books for the next uh, two months or so. And he was anticipating this series. I, I gave him the entire series before, you know, last week. And he was stoked about it. And I get online, and I'm, I read that the delay happened, and I, I hated it for, you know, not just me, but for the retailers and everything. And I was talking to the to the guys at my local comic shop, and, you know, they were pissed off, too. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, mean, you sit there and you you take, I mean, I don't know how many months it takes to uh, get every order in, but it was just, he he said it was just a chaos. Yeah. And I think, you know, it it doesn't just affect the readers, it doesn't just affect, you know, the people that get the monthly books, it affects the uh, guys that sell the books, too. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be losing money off of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you got guys that are coming in that never have read a comic book to the specialty shops, and and you know they're reading Civil War and whatnot. If you're supposed, if you're to believe the hype anyway, uh, but you know, I just it, I find it like a, like a more said disgraceful. It's yeah. just you, you should have told us when you knew. You know. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'll admit, Infinite Crisis was absolutely. I mean, the last issue was just not pretty looking, mm-hmm. quote unquote. I mean, it, there's so many filling artists and whatnot. 
it just the flow of the book was ruined. But I just I don't know. Just from trade paperback, I agree. That's yeah. No, one thing I don't understand is why they don't get you know like maybe fifty percent of the the book or maybe. A, a, a good thing would be, I think, 75% of the, the miniseries in the can and then solicit the book. You know, I don't understand why they're like, oh, we got this great uh, miniseries coming out. Our artist started on it two weeks ago, but it'll be in your hands in three. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why they do that. I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, I think we're well, probably just too excited about it. And they say, yeah. man, we can make all this money. And honestly, some of the creators are honestly saying, Look at the great stories we can tell out of this, and they just want to do it. And I think yeah. sometimes they don't think about all the logistics of They just want to do it, and they say, "Okay, it's yeah. going to work out in the schedule right now. Let's put it out." And they just don't give enough thought to, "Do we really have the time to get this out?" Yeah, I, I agree. Any other words on this one? You guys want to move on to the next topic? Any, any final words, Spidey dude? Uh, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll edit that last part out. <laughs> or maybe I know, maybe I won't. I don't know. Anyway, we'll we'll hit another Civil War topic. Uh, the Spider-Man unmasking. Uh, well, I guess I should have warned spoilers, but heck, we're too far into the podcast for ten minutes. Uh, if you don't know, or if you weren't uh, ruined by Yahoo.com on the news section, but Spider-Man took off the mask. Uh, shocked a lot of fans, myself included. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, no, it's a couple of weeks old story, but still, it's pretty. Uh, it's going to affect us for quite a while. Well, uh, I think it was a great character decision for the creative point we're at, really, mm-hmm. uh, because with what we have at the moment, especially with everybody knows I'm a personal fan of J. Michael Straczynski mm-hmm. on Amazing Spider-Man. I cannot think of a better man to bring this story out and to let it unfold and honestly I haven't read uh, the most recent two issues yet but mm-hmm. everything I have read in the road to Civil War and the first Civil War Amazing Spider-Man issue the man has handled it perfectly I mean, yeah. Yeah. we're turning this into an actual character moment now rather mm-hmm. than just let's do an event if yeah. that makes any sense because a lot of people in the past take something there should be this internal character struggle. Mm-hmm. And they'd say, okay, we have an event. Let's make a few battles. He'll uh, unmask in the middle, and, and then he'll beat somebody up, and it'll be great. <laughs> but that's not what we're getting now, and I love that. We're getting this quiet character stuff mixed into the large event, and the fact that the main Amazing Spider-Man book gets seven issues right alongside the seven issues of Civil War, I think, is a fantastic way to do it. So I really think... They did well on this. The one, the one thing I questioned, yeah. and I honestly haven't made up my mind on whether it's good or bad yet, was the way they advertised it. Because the day Civil War number two came out, mm-hmm. that morning we had, you know, talk shows and newspapers everywhere telling us that Spider-Man has unmasked. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's a good thing to sell the book. I understand that, but mm-hmm. on another level, this is something that your fans have been waiting for for years and they want to see it and they're on edge about it and they want to rush to their comic book shop and buy it and read and find out what happened on the last page but Marvel is splattering the last (laughs) page all over the internet before you can even get to your comic shop if you like the internet you've got a problem Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I see the problem with that, and as a reader, I was kind of shocked because I saw it on the internet before I actually read the book, 
And but you know what? I can't blame Marvel for it. You know, if they can get an article in the New York Times or whatever, however many media outlets they had, uh, I'm not going to fault them on that. But it it is kind of it's yeah, it's kind of crapping on the fans. But otherwise, yeah, well, well I just almost wish they would do it on Thursday. You know, yeah. <laughs> let the hardcore fans get their Wednesday comic. And yeah. Tell everybody else tomorrow. Yeah. What do, What do you think, yeah. Zach? Well, I, I, you know, I think it was absolutely a brilliant move. It just kind <laughs> of it was it kind of reminded me of the uh, uh, spectacular Spider-Man 226, <laughs> where you know they revealed Peter was a clone. It just kind of made me reminisce about those days. Mm-hmm. We're actually exciting. The Clone Saga, of course, is one of my favorite stories. Mm-hmm. I got into the comics during the Clone Saga. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, that just that just reminded me so much of, of how good of a story and how, how well it's being written. And I agree, JMS, I haven't been a huge fan of JMS's stuff, but, you know, I have to agree, he's done a great job right. on uh, ASM, this, this part of his run. Yeah, I'm- and he... It, 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 we've discussed this on the message board about uh, your, your opinion and Morbius's opinion, and mine about JMS. I'm not as big a supporter of JMS as Morbius, or and and Spidey dude, you're you're kind of in the middle. Oh, sorry for the static. My cell phone's <laughs> updating, but um, I, I'm I'm kind of in the middle. I mean, I I granted, I I think the guy's a good writer. I I liked his first few arcs with uh, John Romita uh, Jr. and and I'm liking the Civil War stuff, but in the middle, when he hit that spider, had a mission, spider totem stuff, it, he just kind of lost me. I, I don't, I yeah, don't, I, was, I don't know what happened I, there. Yeah, I'm kind of like you, uh, Brad. I, I was, I was kind of lost there too. I just, I just was like, I was kind of getting tired of it. And really, since past the first two issues of since past, I was genuinely excited about a story. Mm-hmm. had not hadn't been that way for since before the relaunch, and yeah. so. More, what's your what's your take on the spider has a has an agenda storyline in the middle? Um, I, go ahead, Mark. Oh, thanks, sorry. Uh, <laughs> to me, it's it was exactly the breath of fresh air that the Spider-Man series needed because mm-hmm. what I've seen of everything that was going on before Straczynski took over, there was just no kick to it. There mm-hmm. was there was nothing there unifying it anymore. I mean, before, I mean, say what you will about the Clone Saga, and obviously what Zach says is much different than most people say. Yeah. But that was a unifying purpose to everything Spider-Man at the time. And I'm not saying we have to have some big crossover event, just that Spider-Man as a character should have something specific going for him. When he has a purpose, when the stories have a goal and a larger aim, they are generally better. And that's what Straczynski brought back with this so-called spider totem stuff. Mm-hmm. And I understand a lot of people don't agree with it because they say it's bringing in the magic and you know changing what Spider-Man originally was. But I don't think he changed what Spider-Man originally was at all. Mm-hmm. Because especially, I think one of the best lines in this whole thing was at the end of the book of Ezekiel. When... Spider-Man was talking to one of the natives outside of the Spider Temple, and this native told him, you can tell me all the scientific reasons why the sun is going to come up, but I can still say that it's going to come up because it's meant to come up, mm-hmm. and neither of us is wrong. Yeah. That's the metaphor for what this whole thing is. We haven't changed what Spider-Man is at all. All we've done is 
in another layer. And I have yeah. a few new stories we can tell. And maybe he won't like all of them, mm-hmm. but I think at least some of it is definitely worth the telling. Ezekiel, for example, was a really interesting character, and I kind of wish we still had him around so we could explore him a little bit more, because I don't think we got as far into that character as we really could. Well, if he's, so like, overall, if he's like Aunt May, he'll be back. But overall, I just think that the Spider-Totem story was the kick in the butt the Spider-Man franchise needed, and it really lifted things up and made them interesting again, yeah. and that's what the basis of it is. Yeah. And along the same lines, I guess, uh, like the spider baby will never come back, but I guess Aunt May can. And do we do we even want to hit that one? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm all for the baby coming back. You, well, I'm all for the baby coming back. Uh, well, I don't know about that one. We've got Spider-Girl, and nobody reads that one, so... <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean... Nobody reads the pump page. Remember, you know, yeah. trade <laughs> yeah, tomato, tomato on that one. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on. Uh, another news item that was in the uh, newsarama I saw was uh, the Bendis Bagley uh, run is about to come to an end with issue 110, uh, which beats the Stanley Jack Kirby run on Fantastic Four. Guys, what do you think of that? It's a good number. Go ahead, Dad. I've been a fan of Bagley since, gosh, I don't know how long, since I, I started reading. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, I'm glad he's leaving the title not to get burnt out on Spider-Man, and hopefully, you know, maybe he'll uh, come back on one of the main Spider titles, but hey, you know, I'm excited for uh, him to be working on some other stuff, and, uh, you know, I'm glad he broke, I'm glad they broke the record, they deserve it. Yeah. You know? More, what's your two, th- two cents? Well, uh, I think a lot of people know I've been one of the outspoken detractors from the Ultimate Spider-Man title, although I really, really have been enjoying it lately. Yeah, um, you only liked it till uh, Morbius showed up, I noticed. Morbius <laughs> <laughs> the Morbius arc got me yeah. into it, but it's just, I've actually started to enjoy everything about it, but mainly I just think that these two guys have gotten up so many issues in such a little time that I I appreciate the fact that we are going for such a regular format, but... I have not been impressed with the quality overall. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it is just because they put out so much in so little time and if maybe they had slowed down, yeah. we could have had some better stories. But, so I guess overall, I'm not sorry to see Bagley leave and let's see if we can bring a new dynamic in here and make it a little bit better. Yeah, this is the exact opposite of the, uh, the Civil War problem. You know, these guys consistently turn out a book once or maybe twice a month. And, yeah, I've heard it's generally 18 issues a year. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I, I, over on Peter David's website, he talks a bit about how, you know, the the long-term writer-artist uh, combo tend to, you know, lose sales the longer they're on it. And the hot guys come in, uh, six, ten issues, bang, I'm done, I'm out, tend to spark up the sales chart, you know? What, what do you guys well, think of that? Well, the thing about that, though, is I agree with you that after a while some people will lose interest in such a long-running team. Mm-hmm. But also, I think a lot of people, myself included, are frustrated with an, a writer and an artist changing every six issues, mostly because you rarely see a lot of significant, carried-on development in those kind of stories, because everybody has their thing they want to do. They come in, they do it, 
they leave. Then the next person that's there, then they want to do it. They come in, they do it, they leave. <laughs> With a lot of times, not a lot of respect to what came right before them. I think this problem, we're not talking about Marvel anymore at this point, but uh, the Darkness comic book is the best illustration I've ever seen, which actually takes the title for worst. Because the second <laughs> volume of that book was so gut-wrenchingly bad because nothing ever changed. People would come in for four issues and they would do some big story that revolved around the supernatural of the darkness. And we didn't have any character development at all in 24 issues. And that was what was great about the first volume was his character just kept going. But with so many creative teams going through, you can't have that kind of character development. A book stagnates, and that one, because it's not as big as Amazing Spider-Man, got canceled. And I think that's a big problem you can run into that way. Yeah, Zach, what's your thoughts? My thoughts are, you know, I mean, Morbius is right. The fact that you either, it's a double-edged sword. Either you can become stagnant, or you just come in and do your big story and go. But you, you're right. I mean, even with JMS, and I don't know if you would even want to use this example, but I mean... Nothing from Mackey's era except for the MJ Peter relationship uh, separation was carried over. It was just kind of, you know, any any and all uh, plot threads were just, you know, kind of hastily tied up so that way JMS could come in. And you know, I think, you know, even even with uh, the new uh, Sensational, you know, nothing has been referenced to the first arc of Marvel Knights mm-hmm. with uh, Aunt Mays and, and uh, the Green Goblin and whatnot. And, you know, even even in Frontline where you see Green Goblin, you know, he's suddenly in jail. Mm-hmm. What? You yeah. know, I mean, he was, he was still at large for the last time I checked, but, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. you know, continuity, please. Here, look, let's briefly hit the, the three main spider titles. I mean, uh, I, I, I take a lot of heat, I guess, for being a Peter David fan, but, you know, I, I will have to admit, the it's, it's I guess it's not living up to my expectations a bit. I really don't think that he should have hit the whatever that number twenty two eleven Spider Man storyline. I, I just really didn't dig that, and I didn't really dig the the wrestling thing that much. And I just don't think he's the the Peter David book has gotten to the level that I expected it. What what your guys thoughts, Morb? Well, I have to agree with you totally because yeah. I'm a Peter David fan myself. In fact, before the title came out. I would have told you he was one of my favorite writers. Mm-hmm. And still, X Factor, I think, is one of the best books on the shelf consistently. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I'm not seeing the same Peter David in Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man yeah. that I'm seeing in X Factor. And I don't know what the problem is. Because Peter David has written some amazing Spider-Man stories before, no pun intended, now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but what he's doing now, I don't know what he's going for. I, I mean, I yeah. loved, loved Spider-Man 2099, one of my favorite books. Yeah. And his Spider-Man meets Spider-Man 2099 one shot was okay. It wasn't great, but it certainly wasn't bad. Yeah, it was, that was I, the only appearance of this 2211 Hobgoblin before then. I guess yeah. he was just enamored with the idea. I, I don't, I don't know what, what I don't know what's up with it. But Zach, what's your thoughts on it? My thoughts are, it, I liked, I liked the story arc. I did. I, I tried to enjoy it. I wasn't really trying to, you know, it, I thought it was. A, different offbeat stories than what was going on say in Amazing and uh, Sensational. I really enjoyed it I, I thought, but I, I was confused at the end the ending really confused me I mm-hmm. was just lost at the very end but other than that I actually kind of I really enjoyed the story arc you know, yeah. I guess the, I'm in the minority You mean the, uh, the Uncle Ben thing at the end? Yeah, the Uncle Ben thing at the end confused me. Yeah, I, 
I'm glad I'm not alone. I don't get it. He shot a guy in the alley that looked like him, and so now Uncle Ben's back, but he had two in... I, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> what? More, did you get it? I, did, I don't know if you read it, but did you get it? <laughs> oh. Hey, dude, don't. don't. It's weird. The reason I will read it is because I'm a Spider-Man completist. Yeah, same here. You know, another thing I think is bogging Peter David down is a bit about... Uh, you know, they're in Civil War, he's having to deal with Spider-Man with a new costume, and there's probably parameters on what storytelling he can do in that book. It's the only thing well, I can think is what's up. There's that excuse, and I, I can get that for now, but and I know some people enjoyed it, but I honestly think Friend of the Neighborhood, Spider-Man number five, is one of the worst comics ever to see print. Which and which one was that one that again? Was, that was the one with, uh, I think her name was Vanna from... Spider, when Spider-Man was a teenager who was doing weblogs. Oh, dude, I like that one. Uh, that one was really good. <laughs> I thought it was just terrible. But, and that was out of the constraints of the new costume. And the yeah. And well, I Don't thought that... on all the continuity problems it did have. I, I really <laughs> like that one. I like how Mary Jane... Well, I guess you assume it's Mary Jane at the end. Uh, get Told her her two cents. Spidey Dude, what's your thoughts on that one? Did you like that, that issue? I did like it. I I thought it was just a little bit different, a little bit offbeat. It was better than it was certainly better in my opinion than the uh, the other, which preceded it. I just I didn't enjoy the other, so I was like, oh, this is a pretty good this is a pretty good issue. It was just yeah. nice, and a little bit different, and kind of refreshing. Yeah. I can look past the continuity issues just because it's offbeat and it's I don't know if it's supposed to take place in continuity. Yeah. What else? Guys, can you believe it's been 25 minutes so far? And we've only hit like three topics. <laughs> wow. I might have to put out more bandwidth if this uh, occurred over on the message board. <laughs> All right, let's 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 move on. Um, uh, let's, let's see. Uh, Met Crawl Space celebrating eight years online. Guys, what do you think of any thoughts on looking back over the eight years? I know you guys haven't been with me eight years, but... Uh, thoughts uh, thoughts on it getting old. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Zach. Why don't you hit it first? Uh, I'll hit it first. Okay. Yeah. Hey, man. Being a webmaster for also eight years, mm-hmm. uh, it's great. You know, it's cool that I, I you can see another Spidey site last this long. <laughs> I mean, I remember when I remember sites that are still that were around when I, we first me and you first started. Mm-hmm. They aren't around today. You know. Uh, I mean, I could think of SpiderFan.org and uh, the Sam Irby fan. Eric Gillette's side, mm-hmm. but you know those are like really the only two that lasted this long. So it's a testament to the the, uh, the webmaster and and the people that are at the message board the reviewers. Well, thank it's, you, thanks, sir. More your okay. thoughts uh, on the uh, eight candles on the cake? Well, I'm uh, honestly sorry that I've only been with you for two years. I'm constantly impressed with this site. Constantly impressed. I found it. On, like I said, Google one day, I used to use spiderfan.org for everything. They didn't even have a message board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I found this place, started reviewing, started talking to people on the message board. You know, we've got just great places like the Weird Marvel Collectibles. It's something nobody else has. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I updated fun. that more. <laughs> that, that's my... You have uh, yeah. interviews with creators and yeah. great stuff. You have these... Uh, the mystical crawl space Avengers that everybody wants to know how you get in. <laughs> and it's just, it's such a great place for people like us to come yeah. and talk to each other and to be such a, I don't want to toot my own horn as they say, but to be such a big part of that, you know, yeah. the co-administrator with you is 
We, we have to talk about the Crawl Space Avengers, because this thing literally took a life of its own. I, <laughs> I, you know, it, it's, I find it funny that, you know, I, I, I don't participate in the fanfic, uh, but I find it funny that my name pops up in it a lot. <laughs> it's just, you know, you're, you're reading through a story and like, and Brad did this, and took the knife, and blah, blah, blah. I, I just find that funny. <laughs> Never did I ever think there'd be fan fiction with me involved in it, so I just think that's kind of a funny little section. Well, you're welcome, Brad. You're welcome. <laughs> Guys, talk a bit about the passion for the Crawl Space Avengers. Oh, man, I, I absolutely became enamored with it. I, just, <laughs> I absolutely fell in love with it. You know, I had, I've had so much fun writing, writing these, making these characters and shaping them and molding them. And, you know, it kind of did take a life of its own. It was just kind of one of those things I just kind of did just, just to do it. And I remember reading uh, Nick and Webhead, their, their stuff before I started. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. I want to do it. So I did it. It just kind of built. I just had all these zany, crazy stories and, thoughts in my head, so I just kind of put them down. Yeah. I've absolutely fell in love with writing them. So. And, and let's move on to the message board. We're talking about the Cross Space Avengers. Uh, the message board's had a, a few different looks over the eight years. Um, I, I think the latest version is my personal favorite because I can tell when the, the new posts come up and previous message boards you couldn't. And, I, and this one has the most uh, posters I've ever had on the message board in the eight years. So, Guys, what do you think of the board? I mean... Has it just grown over the years? Do you guys like the current version, or? Well, it's actually the only version I've been involved in. Yeah. <laughs> I really do like it, but I mean, good lord, I'm counting here. We have 11 separate dedicated forums on this thing. Oh, well, I haven't even counted them up in a while. <laughs> well, I'm not counting the moderator section. We have right. the general discussion, you know, all the way down to things like toys, uh, the collection place. One of my personal favorites is the off-comic topic I wonder what the most most posted topic in that with uh, 20,194 views is. <laughs> yeah, don't tell the wife about Yeah, don't tell the wife about that one. <laughs> All right, cool. Look, look I'm, I'm on the site right now. Let's look. We've had uh, 11,698 articles. Uh, in the couple years since this new one's been up, we've got uh, 204 registered users. Hopefully, 100 of those aren't Sir Spidey. And our <laughs> our, our newest registered user is Ultimate Bagman. So, uh, and it, actually, we had hit a milestone on August 14th, which was uh, Monday. We had 72 people on at once. So I've never. I actually visited the site at that time. I think it was like 2 in the afternoon Central Time. I'm like, what the heck is going on with 72 people on at once and like one dude posting a hottie pic? I don't know. <laughs> That's why they were all there. Uh, exactly. Jessica Alba brings out the masses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Too bad they didn't see a Fantastic Four. Yeah, must have brought it out enough if they're making a sequel. I guess it's called The Rise of the Silver Surfer, I think, is the Fantastic Four yeah, 2. Yeah. Well, what you going to do? That's another Fantastic Four podcast. <laughs> Guys, any, any other closing comments on the message board before we move on to the last one, the last topic? Me? I don't think we're good. Okay, let's... Uh, last topic, we're going into 31 minutes on the podcast, so let's let's keep going. We're... we're uh, tr uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Tr trudging keep through? Yeah, keep on. <laughs> 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 
No, that wasn't it, but I'll use it. Let's keep on trucking. <laughs> uh, let's hit the DVD. Let's hit the DVD topic. Uh, there's not much on television unless you're a fan of David Hasselhoff. Uh, what what what, uh, what DVDs are you guys watching? Zach, you hit it first. Uh, I'm watching that 70s show. Uh huh. On that's, DVD. That's pretty much the only that's the only shows I've been watching on DVD, and I didn't, you know, I I, I don't watch shows on DVD. I'm oh, you not, don't? I don't. I don't. Well, what's? I haven't got that yet. Do you have anything on your DVR, or you make sure to record something, or uh, this summer? Well, usually Small Girl, or uh, you know, Justice and Batman on Boomerang. Mm -hmm. uh, Two thousand nine got Spider Man on there yet? Yeah. I've had that on my DVR, but yeah, I just haven't got. I haven't got into the DVD craze. I, I'm, a, I'm addicted. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you, Brad. I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, more. What, what are you watching this summer? What's on your DVD shelf? Well, I'll tell you, I've been, as much as I've been a detractor of the show for years, I've been obsessively watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh -huh. I'm on the seventh season right now. I'm almost finished with the series, and I've always loved uh, Angel. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a great show, and I figured, well, this is more of a masculine show, you know. The other one's just not for me. It's a teen <laughs> girl thing. Yeah. And when I finally got the chance, I mean, this is one of the best shows ever made. Josh Whedon, I think a lot of us know, is a genius, and I should have given him credit that this would have been too a long time ago. Uh -huh. But I'm, I'm in the last season, I've got one episode left, and I think this might just be one of the best seasons of TV of all time. Well, that's that cool. Good. And we're also fans of Boston Legal. I, f I watched that first yeah. season over the summer. Uh, on oh, yeah, I've watched the first season about three times. <laughs> oh, wow. You win, sir. <laughs> my, my, uh, on my shelf is, uh, as I've discussed on the board, 24. I uh, bought season one and plowed through that thing and loved it. Jack Bauer is the man. I'll give him that. Oh, yeah. Um, currently on season three of uh, 24, uh, uh, Bauer just killed uh, Chappelle was the last scene that I watched last night. So that I'm slowly slowly creeping up and hopefully by January when season six starts I'll be up to speed with everything. So I'm loving twenty four. I don't think season three is as good as the previous two, but it's it's definitely up the ante with the last night's episode that I watched. So that one was really good. I agree with you. Season three was my least favorite season of all of them. But it's it's still twenty four, it's still watching. Yeah. Spidey dude, do you watch twenty four at all? I, I watch it intermittently. I yeah. just haven't, haven't been able to get in the show yet, but I'm, I'm, I'll work on it. I'll go yeah. get these. Yes, highly, highly recommend season one and two. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. With, the, with, with yeah. the exception of Jack Bauer's daughter. Can't stand her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. O only if a bullet's in the back of the head. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. What else is on the shelf? I, I uh, picked up uh, six seasons of The Simpsons. With a recent sale, so I'm on season four of The Simpsons. I think there's like 17 seasons of that dumb show. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna be buying them for a while if I want to keep up to up to date. I'm on currently season four, disc two. So any DVD files listening to this, uh, I'm slowly catching up to the the regular season on Fox. But it's not like it's 24. You don't have to know what every episode has happened in The Simpsons. <laughs> Like, yeah. well, in episode uh, 24, uh, Homer, <laughs> <laughs> save the world. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love Moe's, I love Moe's Tavern, by the way. Love every episode with Moe's Tavern. I just recently saw The flame, the Flaming Moe. Have you guys seen that episode? Oh, well, 
Homer created a new drink at the local tavern where it involves car, uh, cough syrup. <laughs> yeah, love that episode. One of my all-time favorites. Guys, we're, it's 35 minutes in. Let's uh, wrap this thing up. Uh, Zach, you got the floor for closing comments. What, what do you want to say to the listeners uh, that have, are listening right now? Go to the message board and stuff like that. What, what, what's your thoughts? <laughs> well, you know, keep a, keep a sharp eye on Spidey.com. Hopefully it'll be updated within the next month or two. Oh, yeah, we got renewed. Yeah, I was just going to say, we, we need to hit your news. Hit the news about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, we got renewed uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Dad decided to give me a going away present to college, and he said, yeah. oh, "Well, I went go went ahead and paid for being renewed." Yeah. So we are renewed. So we got another year of uh, hopefully some spidey goodness. Awesome. Also, uh, keep a sharp eye out for uh, CSA Broken Ties. It's going to change a lot of things with the uh, CSA after that. And mm-hmm. Of course, keep your keep a sharp eye on the message boards to uh, see our lovely comments. Cool. And. Uh, Spidey Dude and I have talked about uh, teaming up, kind of like uh, SpideyKicksButt.com. If you guys have any, if uh, SpideyDude.com has any updates or anything, I'll be sure to yeah. let the other viewers know, or if you want to team up or something in the future. So that's cool. More of any uh, final thoughts to the listeners, and what, what what's your last two cents? <laughs> well, I'm going to take my close-up time for a quick comic book-related plug. Okay. I just want to let everybody know that you should be watching Blade the Series on Spike TV, and it is in trouble right now. They're deciding whether or not they're going to order a second season, and they're basing their decision off of the ratings for last week and this coming week, and off the hits for their official website at blade.spiketv.com. So mm-hmm. if you saw, if you see, if you've just seen the original load or you know a few of the earlier ones, and you thought, well, this isn't that good. It's gotten consistently better every week, and it really is a very good, very intricate, and well-done action show right now. I think a lot of people will enjoy it, and if you tune in now and hit that website, you might be able to get us a second yeah. season. So highly recommended, huh? I, I really do. I, really I, do. I haven't seen an episode, but I've, I've DVR'd them. I really need to catch up. Zach, have you seen more uh, Blade? I've seen Blade. It's very, very good. Okay. I enjoyed all three Blade movies, and so I'm, I'm very... I hate that it's going to have to go through this, but yeah. hey, if we can do it with Spider-Girl, we can, we can certainly save Blade. So. There you go. <laughs> cool. Absolutely. Here, I, look, one more thing. Let's give a recommendation of, of uh, something you guys recommend to read for the viewers if they see this. I'll, I'll start off. A, a book I really enjoy that I don't think gets enough uh, uh, readers is, uh, anybody read She-Hulk? The She-Hulk by Dan Slott? No, I don't. I, I'm, thinking, I'm fixing to pick up the trade. Yeah. First trade link. The the latest issue the latest issue uh, uh, She Hulk married a uh, Spider Man uh, supporting character John Jameson and the scene it, which is very funny <laughs> is where she changes her name Did you guys see you didn't see that issue at all where she marries uh, <clears throat> Well the ending where she has to change her name to Jenna Jameson is classic I love that scene. <laughs> Because it's Jen, it's Jen Walters, and she marries a Jameson, and she's a Jen Jameson. I just thought that was hilarious. So pick up the latest issue of She-Hulk with the ring. She's got a ring right in front on the cover. It's by uh, Greg Horn. Very, very funny book by Dan Slott. Doesn't get enough readers, in my opinion. Zach, what's, what's the book that you recommend that that many people read? Or... I'm going to recommend the uh, book I've kind of plugged throughout the show. I'm going to recommend Amazing Spider-Girl number 1 coming out in October. And if you haven't gotten into Spider-Girl at all, mm-hmm. if you want to get back into it, I recommend picking up one up, issue 100 first, but I also recommend picking up uh, Spider-Girl Zero, which is supposed to catch you up 
on all 100 issues of the previous series to get you uh, yeah. ready for the new series. Yeah, so. Sp- Spider-Girl is, a, if you've been reading Spider-Man for a long time, you can really appreciate it, I think. It's got uh, DeFalco and Friends, and they were a classic team on Amazing Spider-Man back in the 80s, and... They've got that same kind of uh, look to it, and it, it's really an all-access book. And I really wish that more people did read that book because. And don't that, forget Sal. Don't forget our pal Sal. Oh, pal! I, you know he had a great run on uh, Spectacular Spider-Man. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, he did. That run. Like 189 issues in it. Yeah. Also, uh, Alex Saviak, I guess is his name. Do you guys remember him from Web of Spider-Man? He had a great 100 issue yeah. run. So, yeah, he did. So. Anyway, I'm I'm going off topic. <laughs> More, what's what, what's your recommendation again? Something people need to pick up and read. Well, uh, I think the greatest non-Spider-Man title right now, and don't be surprised, the writer is Squadron Supreme. Yeah. Really, um, I recommend everybody pick that one up, especially because you know I personally didn't read Supreme Power until it was relaunched and I ordered them all off of eBay because I was intimidated by how many issues there were and how intricate I heard it was. But now we've got a relaunch. We're only up to Squadron Supreme number six, and there's a one single issue book called Saga of the Squadron Supreme that catches you up on everything that happened before this. And you can really get into it and really enjoy it. And basically, it's what if we took this great superhero team book and mixed some political intrigue in there? And honestly, I know we've done that kind of thing in the Ultimates and the Authority and stuff so far, but. This book just has its own unique flavor, especially because it was based on an older book. You know, mm-hmm. They used to be bad guys, and they were good guys who ruled the world, so not that good guys. And now this new book, you don't really know where they stand, and there's really something powerful about that. Is mm-hmm. that anybody could become something totally different, and they're not necessarily these Superman archetypes or the Captain America and the Iron Man where you know these are your heroes. Yeah. It's just a really intricate well thought out book and one of the best stories on the show today. Plus, you have some great art by uh, Gary Frank, who used to have a uh, True, uh, had uh, a great number eight. Mikey Dotto Jr. is going to take over the art, and right. we've all seen an amazing Spider-Man. He and JMS make a great team. Yeah. All right, fellas, that uh, wraps up the uh, the first issue or first issue, the first podcast of the amazing. Sp- or boy, you guys have just thrown me off track. It's the Spider-Man Crawlspace dot com. <laughs> Uh, first podcast. So, guys, I really do appreciate you. you did great. Thank you very much.